Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, and this is Chelsea, here today again with Ryan and Lindsay and Mandy, and we are jumping into Proverbs, which I am more excited about now than I was a day ago. <laughs> to be honest, I was like, oh, yeah, Proverbs going to be boring. But then I read it and I was like, actually, it's not I that boring. I feel like a lot of our scriptural biases are coming out. Really? Yeah. Tired of Psalms. Not yes. excited about Proverbs. So, Well, I think well, we're getting there. Reading through, this, reading through the Bible like this has changed my perspective on many books. Yes. Because I wasn't super excited. I mean, I'm more excited about Genesis than I thought I would be. Like, leaving Genesis, I was like, oh, man, I really loved it. Um, that's just one example. I have loved Job the most. <laughs> Never would have thought I'd ever say that in my whole life. And we were so, when we got into Job, we were like, I was like what really? are we going to do? Like, yeah. And Look at us. I mean, I do enjoy the whole thing, but. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, I love the Bible. We love the Bible. <laughs> most days. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's really putting a, it's damper, really, damper. yeah, a damper on my Old Testament love. I got to be honest, guys. Is this a safe place to be honest? It's like, yes. you will love the Old Testament until you read it. <laughs> no, I did love the Old Testament, but I never read it through chronologically. Yeah. So I was reading it in like bits and pieces and I would love this story and that story and this mm. moment and that moment. And then when I read it all together and then we talk about it and we talk about how it connects to this and that. And all of a sudden I was like, oh man. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And the Psalms I love so much, but the like the, the, um, the way we read them, it was not the they're way meant we... to be meditated mm-hmm. on, not yeah. like. Well, we also read them in the aftermath of David's life. And then all of a sudden, oh, it's like... Yeah. Oh. more complex than... Yeah. But Proverbs is great because it's a little bit more of an upper. Yeah. I think. Until I think so. Until you woman. <laughs> well, like, oh, man. <laughs> honestly, until you get to the part that says, like, if you don't listen to wisdom, you're going to get laughed at and mocked, and we hope everything goes bad for you. It's like, really? <laughs> that seems harsh. Okay, well, this is a good segue to talk about Proverbs and what it's about, because it's not a book of promises. It's not like a bunch of formulas where you do one thing and this for sure is going to happen. Like, for example, when it says, um, instruct your child in the way he should go and he won't depart from it. Well, there's lots of parents that are raising their kids to love Jesus and do the very best they can to instruct them in the way they should go. And then kids depart from their faith. It happens. Mm -hmm. Again, it's not a formula. It's a book of like... General wisdom. Thank you. General wisdom. It's just like... I think it's really interesting (laughs) to drill into that, actually, because there are parents who feel like this immense guilt because it's like, wait, I must not have trained them up in the way they should go. Yeah. And a lot of judgment can happen when you see people's other... Always other people's kids that go off the rails. Yeah. You hear people say, well, what, you know, that's what happens when you send them to public school or, you know, they didn't... What did they do wrong that... Could have like I'm not doing that because I'm going to do the right thing, and it's that's not how it works. Exactly. Right? So it, it seems like you're making like a pretty subtle point, but when it gets lived out the opposite way, it actually does have pretty real world implications, especially as we relate to each other. It's well, it's really, and that's where it shows really important. I think maybe kind of the, some of the boring bits of studying the Bible. Yeah, we talk about like type of literature. Yeah, like what type of literature? And people are like, oh, I don't care about type of literature. It actually is it's important to know. It's important to know because if you're told Proverbs is the type of literature it is, is this a book of promises, right? Yes. And you live with guilt because your child went off the rails. Right. And it's not, it never was intended to be that way. Or you're trying to make financial decisions and say you're really generous, but something goes wrong. And, and something you go bankrupt. Like, yeah, yeah. Like that, it can it happen. Well, it matters that we know types of literature in other places. Yeah. So for right. instance, when I was in high school, this was like pre-internet. Um, this like 
this newsletter came out that my mom got from a friend at work and it talked about how they were shifting. Like it was, it was like the onion basically before the onion was a thing. It was satire. It was fake news before fake news was a thing. But my mom thought it was true and I took it into school and I was like asking my teacher about it and they were investigating it. And all of a sudden they were like, Hey, this publication is actually just satire. Um, that was really important to know. And you never forgot what satire was. And then, <laughs> after honestly, that. yeah. And now you love it, don't you? <laughs> uh, I love it. And also I take nothing seriously anymore. So yeah. every news report, I'm like, that's fake news probably. <laughs> um, so it's not great. But my point is, if if we had not investigated that, we would have had beliefs that just were inaccurate. And why is it any different here, right? Yeah. So I think this is really important. Yeah, that's right. a great point. We're really attentive to types of literature in everyday life everything else and sometimes when it comes to the, the bible bible which is just as much everyday life we just talked about that like yeah. we divorce that thought yeah it's like oh no it's the bible yeah well okay let's yeah. think about that for a second yeah right and so i think another another way to look at this it's a book of wisdom it's also a little bit of a book of poetry you'll see a lot of like compare and contrast things so you'll see pride and fall happen a lot like you can go through and see all these different things and when you see it repeat i like to go through and underline things like that like I see it repeated. I'm like, oh, pride goes before a fall. It happens several times in Proverbs where we see that compared and contrasted um, and with other things too. I can't think of off the top of my head. but Well, they compare things to like it's more important than silver, gold, right. things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I have questions about the value of silver in that time. <laughs> and, and- I mean, there is a comparison too. You have the wisdom basically of the world. It uses mm-hmm. different languages and different translations and the wisdom of God and kind of, you know, don't go this way because they're all murderers and their way leads to death. And it, but follow God because his way leads to life. Well, these are literature devices. Right. They're just because all murders. <laughs> they're not all murders. And just because you follow the world doesn't mean you're going to die imminently. Yeah. Um, and if you follow God, it doesn't mean nothing's ever bad is going to happen to you. There's a lot of um, poetic language to make, but the purpose was to make it memorable. It wasn't, otherwise we would just have this really dry instruction manual. Yeah. Um, but there's these really like we lady wisdom and mm-hmm. all these different things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And also, I mean, in the book of Proverbs, we go back again, 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 and again to the Lord being the source of our wisdom. Um, and even in this, this very beginning of Proverbs where it kind of introduces the book, it doesn't, he doesn't say this is a book of promises. Like if we just took the lit, the introduction to the book, literally, it's a book of wisdom. It teaches you discipline. It teaches knowledge and discernment. Um, it doesn't say, hey, like, this is how your life's going to go if you do these things. But it is, like, kind of what you said. If you did the opposite of those things, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> no, and I do think it's important to, to not – what we're not saying is this doesn't work. We're not going right. to this other extreme of, well, I even if you do everything right at all, it's not going to turn out well. Right. The – Proverbs is definitely saying, if you follow God's wisdom, if you do these things that God is commanding you to do and his wisdom that you're pursuing, it will in general go better for you. Are there exceptions in a broken world? Obviously, yes. But it definitely will go better for you. And there's definitely a blessing in it for sure. Um, A couple things I think um, as we look through this book is that it looks like Wisdom is a search. It's a journey. It's a constant asking God. It's a not constant, but like a a continual, a committed, a um, a process with God. I don't. I I, sometimes I think we'll say something like if I'm talking to someone and I'm not sure about a decision, they'll say, "Well, like, 
well, like, what does your gut say? Or like, what do you, like, as if I should know in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you don't know in a moment. Sometimes it's a constant asking God, keep showing up, all of that. Um, because in the one chapter, in chapter one, it says, um, though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me. And I think sometimes when we have anxiety about something, I don't know, I find that interesting because sometimes for me personally, I get the voice of wisdom. I get confused sometimes with the voice of fear or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Does anybody want to say anything about that that's insightful? Because I would love to hear something. I mean, I have some personal experience. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in, in that. I, I, sorry, can you tell me which verse that you're reading? Oh, I was, um, chapter one, um, verse 28. When they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me. Do you see it up there? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I'm just, I'm not saying that that's anything like magical. I'm just saying that, that sometimes our anxiety informs us of maybe, maybe we are going left when we were supposed to go right. But sometimes anxiety is just anxiety. And sometimes it comes from fear. And sometimes God's asking us to walk into what we fear. Sometimes that is the wisdom. So I'm just saying... When I read through all of this, I think, is it as simple as just ask God, get the answer, and do the thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, as we're talking about types of literature and stuff, I think we are saying it's not actually that simple. Mm. Um, but it, it, so it's not a this plus this equals this. Yeah. You know, like trusting God equals no anxiety. Um, but there is wisdom to be found in striving to live a life that is honoring to God. It does not mean that we'll be without trial and struggle and all those things. Um, but it is, it do- also doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. Yeah. And I think too, there is a, I would just encourage those listening that as they're going through the Proverbs, it is a lifelong search. And of course, going away from God <laughs> does lead to anxiety mm-hmm. and all sorts of bad bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our hope is that as we go towards God, it should be marked by peace and trusting that he's going to give us the understanding as we go. And I think you can actually even approach the book that way um, to really not just listen and look for the equivalent today, but there's something about God that is revealed about who he is, what he values, the way he leads in every proverb. Cause it talks about later, we'll talk about like, don't use dishonest scales. Well, Okay, that's not relevant to my life because I don't use scales, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But there's but there's something and we know intuitively, right? There's something deeper in that. So I think as people read this, I don't know if this is applying to what you're saying, but I think there is this journey of just immersing ourselves in these truths and asking that deeper question, not just the surface. But what is God valuing here? What is he saying? What is this speaking to me in our life today? I do think we have we have deconstructed some of that like too yeah. far. So just in what I've seen in working with people, like there are times that people will talk to me about like, man, I have all this anxiety. Like I'm really overwhelmed. And at the same time, I know like, Hey, you're actually making some pretty horrible choices. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that um, following God produces no anxiety, but not following God definitely does cause some anxiety. Like right. it definitely does. And yeah. I, I, we don't want to be afraid of saying that which I don't think we are. Um, but I think culturally, sometimes we are hesitant to be like, Hey, like you need to follow Jesus. Like you need to make sure Jesus is at the center of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're so hesitant to be that stereotypical cr- Christian person. that's like, just follow Jesus and your life will be better. Yeah. It's like, well, there is some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and, and I hope that doesn't minimize anxiety. Well, and I think the thing is, we talk a lot about anxiety today, and I just wish we would be more curious about it and less make less assumptions on it. And I think when we do have, especially when we look at wisdom, instead of saying, I have anxiety, we jump to assumptions. This means I'm disobeying God, or this means this is the wrong decision. I don't know what your anxiety means. Mm-hmm. Maybe it does mean mm-hmm. you sh- shouldn't be on Tinder when you're married, like, right? That'll cause anxiety. That will cause anxiety, and that's a bad sign. Or maybe it just means last time I made this decision, it didn't go well, and I'm just, I'm feeling a little anxious about this, even though it's the right decision. So I think we need to just have a little, like, let's calm down <laughs> and let's just be a little curious. Mm-hmm. What is this? Why am I feeling anxious? What's going on here? And not make so many assumptions about it. That sounds like wisdom from a lady. Where'd you get that from? (laughs) What's the source of your wisdom? (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) Guys, thanks so much for listening today. And I'm so excited for Proverbs now. Seriously. (laughs) Proverbs 1. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge, and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables, the words of the wise, and their riddles. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone. Just for fun, let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw in your lot with us. We'll all share the loot. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you are in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone and anguish and distress overwhelm you. When they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me for they hated knowledge and chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. 
My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, just, and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong, and they enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked, and their ways are wrong. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. So follow the steps of the good and stay on the paths of the righteous, for only the godly will live in the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land and the treacherous will be uprooted. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you'll earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you'll have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. All her ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth, and the dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear, and you will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked, for the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow and then I will help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor for those who live nearby trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, and He off- but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. My children, listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commands, and you will live. 
Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. Don't do as the wicked do, and don't follow the path of evildoers. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving, for evil people can't sleep until they've done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they caused someone to stumble. They eat the food of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, which shines ever brighter until the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. They have no idea what they are stumbling over. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.